0: A New study shows how the Me Too and Church Two era has affected young people's response to sexual abuse in the church. Also, former megachurch pastor James McDonald is being investigated for allegations that he was looking to have someone killed. And director Terrence Malick's latest movie premiered at Ken, and it's already being called a Christian movie classic. It's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily.
1: It's Relevant It's Relevant Daily. Uh, relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily.
0: Hey everyone, I'm Tyler Daswick. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first, I want to tell you today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a clean landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an enticing online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and powerful e-commerce solutions. And right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use offer code RELEVANT to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash relevant. All right, to tell us about today's stories, he's best introduced with a paraphrased Terrence Malick quote, before I knew I loved him, I believed in him. It's Tyler Huckabee. Oh, wow. That's a very metaphysical intro. I appreciate that, Daz. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Uh, so what's what's this new study we have up top about young people in the church?
1: Yeah, so this study comes to us from LifeWay Research and they've conducted what's really the first major study on some of the fallout from the Me Too and especially the Church2 movements, and just how they're affecting young people's beliefs about church. And what they found is pretty concerning. Uh, one in ten Protestants between the ages of 18 and 34 say they have left a church because they felt it didn't take sex abuse seriously enough. Um, that's twice as high as the Protestant population at large, regardless of age. Uh, All told, 23% of Protestants between the ages of 18 and 34 say they know someone in their church who's a victim of abuse, and they're much more likely to report things like inappropriate sexual comments and prolonged ogling to church authorities. So a very, very different group of uh, a different generation that's coming up here, very informed by the Me Too and Church Too movement that's going to create a a very different church, assuming they stick around.
0: Certainly. One of the nuances that strikes me about the study is that it's about Protestants specifically. Like these, <laughs> these people still identify as Protestant and
1: presumably are still going to church, right? Well, yeah, not presumably at all. That's part of the study. Is these are all still people who say they regularly attend church. This study did not take into account the presumably pretty large number of people who stopped going to church altogether over issues like this, which would definitely be something to take into account too. Is is the people who who just gave up on church because of the sexual abuse scandals that have come out from the SB and other organizations over the past few months. Uh, But even among these responders, there is some heartbreak. Uh, For example, a full 14% of churchgoers, according to this study, again, between the ages of 18 and 34, say sexual advances from other church members have caused them to go to church less.
0: Wow. And you can only imagine, you know, how many people who didn't fall into the parameters of the study are de-churched entirely because of Mm -hmm. what they, you know, might have witnessed or experienced.
1: Sure, sure. Anecdotally, I, I think we could all point to friends that we have who just sort of gave up on church because they didn't feel like it was responding to their very real instances of trauma and pain and just the cultural movement as a whole that, that's become a huge issue for millennials and for Gen Z. Absolutely.
0: Is, is there a, another angle to the study that might be a little bit hopeful?
1: Uh, there is, yeah. Uh, one p- possibly good thing, a uh, hopefully good thing, is that the overwhelming majority of responders, uh, 69%, say that they do think the church is getting better at handling these issues, especially when it comes to protecting young children. So so assuming they're correct in that assumption, that's a silver lining at least. But that being said, 32% say that they still feel there are a lot more abusive pastors out there that we don't know about yet. Uh, so if they're correct, this crisis is not going to go go away anytime soon
0: gosh you shudder to think about it um Mm -hmm. we we turn to news about james mcdonald
1: who's embroiled in
0: myriad scandals of his own what's the latest development with this guy
1: well, this one's taken a potentially very dark turn. We, we don't report on every single church scandal uh, or even every single James McDonald scandal that pops up on the news, but this one is, is pretty sobering and potentially very, uh, very concerning. Uh, James McDonald, of course, was the pastor of Harvest Bible Chapel, a megachurch on the outskirts of Chicago. Uh, he hosted a very influential Bible teaching program until recently. After years of allegations of emotional abuse, financial mismanagement, bullying and dishonesty, the board finally removed him from the pastoral Position, But questions have continued to swirl about why it took so long and just how deep the impropriety went. Uh, now, two witnesses have come forward and said that McDonald actually approached them about contracting out a hitman. Oh, my gosh. He tried to have somebody killed. Uh, Possibly, and possibly more than just one someone. The first allegation came from McDonald's one-time friend and congregant, Chicago-area shock jock man, Cal Moeller, who recounted an instance on the air in which McDonald approached him about finding a hitman to take out an unnamed person. Now, Moeller is kind of a a very extravagant and flamboyant radio personality, so those comments do need to be taken with a grain of salt. But then, following the release of that podcast, another former Harvest Con Again, who worked as mcdonald's bodyguard said that mcdonald had approached him with a similar request in the interest of taking out his daughter's ex-husband who'd been arrested for domestic battery uh, so these are two very similar requests uh, and that was enough evidently to get the attention of the chicago police met deputy police chief pat Collins told reporters, quote, "A subject came in and filed a report, and we are doing an investigation based on that report." So depending on what that investigation finds, uh, this could go from a, a problematic and sort of bad news, very sad story about what's happening at harvest to something much darker.: Gosh, yeah, I mean
0: even even hearing this in a hard news context, it defies belief. I mean a hit, oh, yeah. a hitman, chief of police, bodyguards, it's, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, this one spirals out of the uh, the like church scandal territory into HBO miniseries territory. Gosh, no kidding! Uh, finally,
0: Huck, uh, our last story. Terrence Malick, acclaimed director, maybe a little bit polarizing. Uh, he's back. His his new movie is at the Ken Film Festival, and early response says it might be interesting for Christians.
1: Yeah, it's pretty interesting, and, and it, like you said, Malick is a polarizing figure for sure. Uh, it, it, kind of his, uh, his, your mileage may vary depending on where you're at on his depictions. Like you got what you got Tree of Life, of course. You got Badlands, um, but the word that's coming out from from Cannes, where his film just premiered, is that this one is very, very good, or sort of returned to form for him after a couple of lackluster, or critically lackluster releases over the past few years. Um, His movies have always posited Christian themes alongside his prestige trappings. Uh, The movies are pretty long and not necessarily sequential, so they're not necessarily for everyone, but for a certain crowd it's some of the most theologically rich content you can find in the cinema. Um, This one is a World War II drama about Franz Jägerstatter, who was a real life conscientious objector to the war who lived in Austria and refused to bend the knee to Hitler, even as most of his friends and family succumbed to Nazi propaganda. And this movie is getting very good reviews. It was hailed as, quote, an instant Christian movie classic by Alyssa Wilkinson over at Vox. Justin Chang at the LA Times said it's, quote, both an intense portrait of Christian devotion and practice and a damning study in how religious institutions, among others, can align themselves with evil. We're still waiting on a release date, but it's called A Hidden Life. And uh, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on this one Irrelevant. Relevant. I'm a very big Malik's fan. I, I do like him. So i am be excited about this one no matter what. But, but this one sounds like it's going to be right up our alley.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And exciting that a, a visionary director, however you feel about that vision, is applying all of these spiritual themes. So I hope it gets the, the marketing push here in the States to get people out to see it. I think this could be really cool.
1: Yeah, there's never exactly been cash cows, given the the length and sometimes the sort of obtuse subject matter that sure, they tackle. Sure. But assuming that it's good, uh, I've, I'm definitely looking forward to giving it a shot. It sounds like it'd be something that would definitely be worth supporting, uh, regardless of how you feel about the, the exact vision that it brings to bear.
0: Absolutely. Huck, thanks so much.
1: Hey, thanks a lot, Daz.
0: That is The Daily. To read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out our homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also for the latest, make sure to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant and on Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. Finally, don't forget to subscribe to our print magazine and all our other podcasts. We're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily.